Thanks for downloading this IMSA radio podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be broadcast, reproduced or used in any form without permission. Tell your friends they can get their own copy by visiting imsaradio.com or search for IMSA radio wherever they get their podcasts. Mazda MX-5 Cup presented by BF Goodrich on IMSA Radio Well what a strange morning it's been in terms of preparation for the Idemitsu Mazda MX-5 we're at WeatherTech Raceway Laguna Seca and we're well over an hour later than these teams thought they'd be and they've been on a quick turnaround to get out onto this 2.238 mile 11 corner circuit that has the great names, the great corners and the fabulous challenge. Andretti Hairpin, rear hull straight, turn 8 and 8A which the world knows as the corkscrew. Rainy curve at turn 9 down the hill through 10 to 11. Hello everybody, I'm John Hindoff. Shea Adam is joining me in the IMSA Global Broadcast Centre. We're live and free on IMSA Radio and IMSA TV on a morning that has been delayed for safety reasons because of lack of visibility. So bear with us here in this race. There are going to be times when we can't tell you what is happening out there on the circuit. We're going to have to uh, use... Uh, sense of smell I think and magic uh, for some of this but we have got the cars together not even any time to give you the grid here as they were rolling so quickly uh, after the end of the truncated IMSA WeatherTech session but they are side by side as they come through turn 11 the safety car is off the circuit we have a full 45 minutes uh, on the clock, and we are ready to go for race two this weekend. Down towards turn number one. It is the number 24 of Aaron Johnson who leads them in the blue Mazda around the outside. Jared Thomas with the, you can see the yellow roll hoop on that car. They're, they're struggling for second place at the moment, though he's under pressure from the number 72 of Conor Zilic who started in third, Celine Roland in there, he started in fourth position with Gresham Wagner in fifth, he's right in there as well with the bright orange bonnet through turn three and the leader gets away, Wagner wheels on the dirt for a moment as they head down to turn five for the first time and we've still got four cars that are two by two, this is like the start of a cup race as they're staying in grid order, now climbing into the low cloud and fog through turn number six. And a slide from Wagner. I'm not sure he got pushed there, but it's very cold on track and he thinks he's hit the wall on the left-hand side. I honestly can't tell you whether he has. There's lots of dust out there as well. Someone else went off from further down the field. This is what we were concerned about, but Wagner has definitely gone out. We're staying green at the moment. The Wagner car, we think, has rejoined Gresham Wagner. Excuse me, the other car that went wide to the right has rejoined. Gresham Wagner spun to the left. And I'm hearing as well from our camera operators that Gresham Wagner got going as well. Now, how race control? No, he hit the inside curb. We saw that yesterday. Gresham 
didn't get pushed. He hit the inside Kirk. I think that might have been Matthew Dirks who went a wee bit wide. See who else is uh, dropping down. Or was it uh, Jeremy Fletcher in the Copeland Motorsport machine? It might have been further down the field. Shea Adam, what an opening to this. Short turnaround for the teams on a short call to get racing. And just the same for us. And there's a change at the front of the field. Connor Zilic going for a two for this weekend. Shea Adam. Full course yellow is out and Connor Zilich reclaiming the lead of the race, a spot that he knows very well, having led the most laps in yesterday's race and claiming the 10 bonus points for that. But the yellow is out, meaning Aaron Johnson, who held the lead from pole for the first lap, will now have to sit behind Connor for a little while while race control gets everything sorted. But a great job also by Celine Roland, who looked like he got the back right, just slightly tagged by Gresham Wagner. It means that Gresham Wagner did go into the tires, but Celine Roland recovering, falling down through the field. He's now back in seventh after qualifying up in the fourth position. It was Jeremy Copeland, I think, whose 22 car went off at turn six. Uh, Jeremy Fletcher, excuse Jeremy me, for Fletcher. Copeland Motorsports. Yes. Uh, and that uh, black and white car is uh, up to the axles in gravel the AMR safety team are already there talking to the driver looks like there's a wee bit of damage at the front of that car really apologies for misidentifying that at the moment of the incident really difficult even to see the colours of the cars here um, it's a bit like uh, looking at a sort of badly coloured black and white movie from back in the day but we're picking up the details and our <laughs> camera operator is doing a fantastic job to give us coverage and that car is being moved full course yellow then and Connor Zilic ahead of Aaron Johnson Connor took the race yesterday and uh, Connor not in the championship full time this year. Uh, Still leading it handily. Well, yes, won the race yesterday. Came in leading uh, the championship, won the race yesterday and took the fastest lap. So not just improving his championship position, Shea, but for the first time in this championship uh, this year, uh, cash prizes for the top ten in each race well Jeremy has got that car going again and he's in the pit lane it's damaged to the left front and to the right hand side door uh, let's take a look at what happened yesterday in very different conditions here at Mazda at the uh, Mazda race one here at WeatherTech Raceway uh, from the start, it was Gresham Wagner who led down into turn one, three wide for a moment in beautiful sunshine. Off to turn six, Sam Paley took a wild ride on his BF Goodrich tyres. We know they make good off-road rubber. They were needed then. Uh, and then Conor Zilic pressuring the leader. A little bit of a mistake down at the Andretti hairpin and the Hickson Motorsport 72 car went through to the lead. Matthew Dirks in the 76, off at turn 11. Little bit of a brake problem. Brought out the full course yellow on the restart. Tom, uh, Jared Thomas passing the number five of Gresham Wagner for second position. And then Aaron Johnson going for P3. 
And at the checkered flag, Connor Zilic took the victory and the $6,000. The safety car has pulled into the pit lane and therefore Connor Zilic, winner of that race yesterday, heading to the start line somewhere in the grey. Green flag in is theory. in the air. 45 minutes were on the clock. We've still got 39 of them to go down towards turn one. All cars with headlights on as the patchy fog rolls back in and covers the Andretti hairpin. Aaron Johnson trying to go around the outside, but he's going to have to defend his position from the number 96, the red car with the yellow mirrors. That's Jared Thomas, champion, previous champion in this series. Then it's Nate Cicero in the dark-coloured car with the white rollover hoop. Robert Neuecker in the black and white number 13 is in fifth. Bryce Cornier for Spark Performance, backing up a good result yesterday. He's in sixth position. Celine Roland in seventh in that multicoloured car. And Bryce Cornier, in fact, has slipped back. So Celine Roland has gone up ahead of Bryce Cornier after the start. Best place to be, Shay, certainly in one of those cars at the moment because they've got the best view of the race track because they're so close to it. And the light blue car goes off the circuit at turn six and there's a couple of other cars following it as well. Oh, my gosh, that was a wild moment there, wasn't it? And, yes, Alex Bashura, the uh, oral surgeon, apologies. We've called him a, dental oh. a dentist in the past. Apparently, he gets a lot of grief for that as the 28 of Sam Paley goes spinning at the top of the corkscrew. So, once again, Sam Paley finding a bit of struggle early on in the race. But yesterday, he did manage to charge back up through the field as they're three wide going through turn 9 and 10. This is chaos. Do they think that just because we can't see them, race control aren't going <laughs> to let them get away with things? That's a very good point, well made. It is Inamitsu Mazda MX-5 racing. All you actually need to see is the rear bumper of the car ahead of you because that's standard operating practice here uh, in this championship. Connor Zilic <laughs> goes through and takes the fastest lap of the race now. Did Sam Peely get a little nudge there? I think he might have done. Ooh, I think he did. I think that was Jonathan Newdorf on his bumper, John. Jonathan, yeah. who had a DNF in yesterday's race, but was very heads up to find the orange overlap to keep our racing green. He had some issue with the throttle pedal where it wouldn't depress. And all of a ah. sudden, an electrical gremlin meant that he could not go. Yes, he took the car off to one of the orange overlap points and uh, saved us uh, going to full course yellow. Very heads up driving. Connor Zilic from Aaron Johnson by three tenths of a second and then uh, no gap at all really back to Jared Thomas and Nate Cicero is in that train of cars as well. Best of the rookies Nate Cicero and had a good top six finish yesterday and remember as well as the $250,000 for winning the championship and payouts all the way down to 10th at the end of the season I mentioned for the first time this year we have uh, real cash money at the end of each race, which is $6,000 for the winner, on down again, the 10th. And the Rookie of the Year picks up a decent check as well at the end of the season, Shea Adam. $80,000, real cash money. You do not have to put that money back in towards racing in this championship. I don't know why you wouldn't if you...
about that though, but that is what the goal is. So yes, $6,000 for winning a race, but the end of the prize, the end of the rainbow is the $250,000 winning the championship. And that is what Connor Zilich is thinking about right now, because if it pays all the way down to 10th, which it does as Max Zipowski is into the pit lane, that's a very unfortunate sight for the couple motorsports driver. If you can somehow stay within the top 10 at the end of the year, you get a cash payout. Connor Zilich has already avowed that he is not going to be racing the next three weekends. So he's looking right now to try and get those 10 bonus points for leading the most laps in today's race. He can't get the 10 for a pole position. That already went to Aaron Johnson, but he can get 350 points for winning today's race and 10 points for leading the most lap as well as 10 points for the fastest lap, which also goes his way as of now. Yeah, 138.435. Time certain race. We've only had 10 minutes of the 45. Challenging conditions for the second race of the weekend. And what a contrast from yesterday. Actually, the problem is we have no contrast. That's why we are struggling to see <laughs> beautiful sunshine yesterday. Sorry, TV joke there uh, for those of our production team who are listening in both in Charlotte uh, here at the track uh, and indeed our intrepid camera operators who somehow are picking out what is going on on the circuit. Connor Zilic with a very wide moment, excuse me, uh, Roland, uh, Salim Roland with a very wide moment coming out of turn 10 there. Shane had to avoid a little bit of debris on the track, which he did. Aaron Johnson just taking the fastest lap away from the car that is about 18 inches ahead of him. Not sure whether it's better to lead or follow here. I suppose if you're following, you can see the taillights of the well, car ahead. Problem is, if the guy that you're following falls off the track, you're likely to drive straight off uh, and follow him into the sand chip. And if you're leading, you're getting the 10 bonus points for leading the most lap. Yeah. So for Aaron Johnson, a man who is in this championship full season and who very much would like that $250,000 prize at the end of the season, he wants every single point he can possibly accrue, and he really doesn't want those points to be stolen away from someone not participating in the full season. He's fighting against his teammate, Jared Thomas, who sits one position behind him, but Jared knows how to win the championship, having done it last year. Shea Adam and John Hindorf with you and the action. Season-long excitement from the Edemitsu Mazda MX-5. All live, free, no blocks or breaks. IMSA.TV and IMSA Radio via the live video button. Top three absolutely together. Connor Zilic with Aaron Johnson having a look. But as he attacked, he forgot to defend. We mentioned this yesterday. And Jared Thomas threw into second for a moment for one, maybe two corners, but they're side by side coming out of turn number 11. The red car with the yellow rollover hoop is Jared Thomas. And he's now got second position. And we've got a car off at the top of the hill. And we've got somebody on their roof. And these, as these cars don't have roofs, that will be a red flag. Two cars, in fact. Uh, and... We've got a full course yellow, three cars, in fact, coming through turn 10. Now, already had a report Bernard of a Palermo car. Palermo is driving away. Yeah, Palermo has been off already. I think that's the 13 of Robert Neuecker. I agree. Uh, who is coming into the pit lane. And now around them I think at the it's time, Zane Hodgson who's upside down. I, was, Zane I think Hodgson I saw the number JTR. four. 
JTR, it is a single number car out there. And yeah, and it the number is the two, number two, Max was in the pit lane and still is in the pit lane. So yes, unfortunate, John, that is Zane Hodgson. Uh, Hernan Palermo has made it back into the pits in the number 20. And Robert Noaker also making it into the pit lane. So safety car out immediately. Quite a damaged car for Hernan Palermo. They look, they look like they're going to put a left rear BF Goodrich tyre and racing wheel on that car. And they have come down to safety car speeds. Now, did hear that there was another car struggling off at turn 10, at uh, turn 8, which is the first part of the corkscrew just before that, in, that uh, incident which may have set that off, actually, because um, Robert Neuerke shouldn't have been anywhere near those guys. So I wonder if it was Robert who had the moment. He was much further up the field. He's in the pit lane as well. Ah, good point. In the Velocity Mazda car. So I wonder if he'd had a moment uh, earlier in the lap at the top of the hill and taken him into the clutches of Hernan Palermo and Zane Hodgson. But Very later good point, on, John, because... Yeah. Go ahead, Shit. Uh, I was just going to say, very good point, John, because Robert Noaker was up troubling the top 10 earlier on. Now, the only car that is dramatically out of position other than Noaker was Sam Paley, who had that spin at the corkscrew. Correct. And he is currently the last car circulating on the racetrack, uh, one lap off the lead. So I think what we've had there are two completely separate incidents. One for Robert Neuenger at the top of the hill at the corkscrew, which has dropped him down through the field, and then contact at turn 10 later in the lap, a couple of corners later in the lap, between Neuenger and Zane Hodgson, and Hernan Palermo also involved. Three cars all involved. Zane Hodgson's car with a spectacular roll. And the car landing upside down on its FIA-approved roll cage. Open-top cars, but exactly the same sort of protection around the drivers as if they did have a roof. Because, of course, all closed cockpit cars also have a roll cage in them so the clock continues to run 28 and a half minutes to go here's how they stand behind the Mazda MX-5 safety car race two of this weekend's Edebitsu Mazda MX-5 Cup presented by BF Goodrich Tyres at WeatherTech Raceway Laguna Sega and it's Connor Zilic leading out behind the safety car then behind that Hickson car two JTR motorsport engineering machines, Jared Thomas and Aaron Johnson. Great work and speedy work by our AMR safety crews, also track services and recovery already on the scene and have been for some time at, at uh, Zane Hodgson's machine. Behind the top three, Nate Cicero for McCombe McAleer racing in the number 83. Is the best of the rookies. Then it's Celine Roland for Hickson Motorsport. Bryce Cornet for Spark Performance. Alex Pashura for Spark Performance. 
And then the top ten, Peter Atwater, Gresham Wagner and Sean Chaudouin. Next of the rookies is Jonathan Nerdolf in 11th position for Hickson. Mm. And he heads a trio of his teammates, Bruno Spilevsky and Thomas Annunziata. Three rookies together in 11th, 12th and 13th. And as Cher was saying, not to be sniffed at the rookie cash prize as it is $80,000 at the end of the weekend. And uh, rookie honours, by the way, uh, if you are well up in the overall, you uh, get the cash prize, which is the greater of the two. So if a rookie was yes. to win the championship, they would get the $250,000 rather than just the eighty. Well, and That's we correct, isn't it? We saw this happen last year, John, with Connor Zilich, who was the Rookie of the Year. He also finished second in the overall standings, which affords you $85,000. So Connor, of course, got $85,000 instead of the 80000 for Rookie of the Year. The year before, it had been Sam Paley as Rookie of the Year. Sam walked away with an $80,000 prize instead of the fifth-place prize money, which I think in that season was $15,000. So it was a big benefit for Sam to get Rookie of the Year honors. Let's just uh, remind ourselves of how things stood coming into the weekend as the cleanup continues. And uh, we are hearing that there will be a post race review of an incident at turn nine uh, involving Hearn and Palermo. So maybe that was the catalyst then of what happened at turn 10, but I'm not prejudging that. Oh. Should you remind us how they stood as we came into this race today? No, that that's the turn 9 incident with Jeremy Fletcher, John. That was the, uh, oh. the initial thing that we saw um, where Gresham Wagner went off the track on his own, but uh, Jeremy Fletcher was also the other car off the track who then came into the pit lane with further damage. So, sorry, um, no, that was turn six, not turn race. 9. That was turn six, oh, not turn nine. Oh, that's interesting yeah. then. Because it, it did say uh, car 22, which would be Jeremy Fletcher. Uh, yes, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right, Shea. Um Also, mm -hmm. car 28 being investigated for an incident as well. That is Sam Paley. Sam um, Paley. Yeah, he got spun. So maybe he had some assistance there. That the turn number eight at the top of the hill and we thought he did get a little push sorry um whilst we have a chance let's uh, review points. how we were on points yes so connor zillich it's the way still on 1570 points he's 130 clear of aaron johnson still in second and still in third celine roland for hicks at motorsport 1330 for Roland. Wagner continues to be in fourth position as well, our champion from two years ago. 1280 points for him, and Sam Pelley continues to be in fifth after yesterday's race on 1210. But a big mover was Jared Thomas, who vaulted up into the sixth position on 1120. Seventh is still Max Apalski on 1010. Eighth is still, well, now Tyler Gonzalez not racing this weekend. But ninth and tenth were both movers in the upward direction. We have Robert Noaker up to 920 points. And Alex Bashura, the oral surgeon, is in tenth on 900 points. Nate Cicero, the best of our rookies, now takes that honor away from Thomas Anunziata. 880 points for Cicero, 850 points for Anunziata. So that is going to be a very good rookie battle the entirety of the way through this 2023 season. 
just hearing from race control and amongst everything else they've gone back to the start of the race and when we go back to green Gresham Wagner who was at the sharp end of the field but uh, then we saw him uh, dropping down after that turn six incident uh, he'll have to do a drive through he lined up on the wrong side of the grid and I can give you some great news and that is that Zane Hodgson is out of his JTR Motorsport Engineering Mazda, which is looking a little bit pre-loved. He's been spoken to by the AMR safety crew, and that Mazda is going to need a lot of care to get it back on the track. But Zane is out of the car and being attended to. Now, let's see if we can uh, work out what happened there. Oh, my goodness me, it was a huge one. One, two, three and a half. And ending up upside down. So, coming through turn number 10, the uh, apex of turn 10, it was the 13 of Robert Neuiger, who I think must have had a problem earlier on because he was way higher up the timing and scoring. And the car moving around. I wonder if he had a puncture, actually. The car was moving around. And as Zane tried to go around the outside of Robert, they came together. And that started a series of leery rolls for the bright green number four car. Zane is a driver, John, who prepped for this race meeting by spending 30 hours on the sim to try and learn WeatherTech Raceway Laguna Sega. I don't know how many of those would have been in full fog conditions, but he is a very, very lucky man to be walking away from that incident. And testament to just how strong these Mazda MX-5 race cars are. Absolutely. Th thank you to the brothers Fliss for putting so much care and attention uh, into building these cars. Yes, they start off life as a road-going Mazda MX-5 ND. Uh, but they are basically taken apart and put back together to make sure all of the safety equipment is there. Have no, Make no mistake, these are proper race cars, fire suppression system, racing seat and harnesses, and importantly, that roll cage. And that roll cage took at least a couple of big hits on the ground yeah. and was still intact, even when it ended up upside down. That's very, very impressive indeed. No compromise and that's long road on the safety racing. of these cars. Go ahead, Chef. That's long road racing, building those roll cages. Uh, the long family, very uh, long ties, no pun intended, with Mazda and the integration of that cage into these cars that is all the testament that you ever need to know as to why they're worth every single penny they hold up yeah no getting sideways um, difficult to see but i think the left rear tire or suspension was an issue for robert or he just attacked turn 10 a little bit too much we'd had a report of a car off two corners before and it may have been, if he'd been off on the side of the circuit, that with some uh, sand and gravel on the tyres, he wasn't getting full grip there. But certainly way further down the grid than he started that lap, way further down the running than he started that lap.
Now, hearing from race control, the false start. Penalty for the number five. I think it was the restart now we're hearing, whereas at the original start, Hannah Zellers has been a warning, has had a warning for being lined up on the wrong side. Let's see how that plays out. To be honest, race control has got better eyesight than Wagner. us. Say again, Chef. It's going to fire up Gresham Wagner, and he's a driver that you don't need much uh, inspiration to come back through the field. He's won at this race two out of the last three times that we've run here, including yesterday's race. So Gresham very eager to try and get back to the top step of the podium, and more importantly, to the pointy end of the championship, because coming into today's race, he's fourth in points, but he realizes that the guys he's chasing, well, they're starting to make a little bit of a gap. Under 20 minutes to go, 18 and a half to be precise. We are still behind the Mazda MX-5 safety car after a very disturbing looking accident. Contact between Robert Neuecker and Sam Hodgson. Hernan Palermo also involved in the aftermath rather than the original incident. Hernan Palermo back out but has lost a couple of laps. No. Uh, lost a lap, should I say. Robert Neuecker in the pits and will go no further. And St. Hodgson's car having to be flipped back over. It was upside down. Zane of JTR is out of the car. He's been looked after by our excellent AMR safety crew. And medical intervention if required. Sorry, John. Hernan Palermo is actually reporting that his car feels okay. So that's good news no. for the driver of as uh, Connor Zilich is going behind the wall. Why is Connor Zilich pulling off the track? This was the leader. This was the leader. And this is big news for the leader of the championship. We know he's not going to come back and see us again till Michelin Raceway Road, Atlanta. But he's pulled the car off the circuit. That this was bizarre. Car was going slowly and he'd already dropped down to the back of the field. Well, again, what sportsmanship here. The right hand door mirror folded back, so he's had some close <laughs> quarters racing. That's pretty standard in Edamitsu MX5 Challenge. But great sportsmanship, Shay. The car's got a problem. He must know they're coming back to green shortly, so he's got the car off the track so he doesn't extend the safety car period but a real shame Connor Zilic looking to make it two for two this weekend and take home $12,000 it'll not be another $6,000 check for him as we're getting ready to go back to green flag racing and so the number 96 of Jared Thomas comes to the line with the rest of the field behind him Aaron Johnson in second place 16 minutes and 10 seconds to go as they crest their eyes at the little left-hand king that is turn one. Here comes Johnson down the inside. Oh, huge run on at turn one for the leader. Jared Thomas now squares off the corner, but he's lost the lead. He's going to have to tough it out on the right-hand side of the circuit here. They almost touch. And in behind is Nate Cicero trying to make it three wide. He's 
taking back from this battle for the lead. I think that's really sensible. They're still side by side. Through turn one, through turn two, through turn three, now through turn four, and they're still side by side. Can't tell you who's in the lead at the moment because there's nothing to choose between them. On the inside for turn five, it's Johnson who'll have the advantage, and Nate Cicero has picked that line to run up the hill, and through goes Jared Thomas after brilliant driving from all top six who are absolutely together. Six cars in the space <laughs> where really there should only be three. Shit, Adam. With Connor Zillich dropping out of it, it's completely changed the nature of this entire race. You've got Aaron Johnson looking for his first win in a Mazda MX-5 Cup Championship. You've got Jared Thomas looking for his second win this year as into the gravel is Jean Jodouin. Unfortunately, uh, that is at the exit of turn five just after the apex, and that has brought out the full course caution once again. But Celine Roland is up into third place. Nate Cicero sitting semi-patiently in fourth Bryce Cornet and Alex Bashura have joined the battle, and all of a sudden, this is a serious fight for the lead of the race. With 14 and a half minutes to go, um, semi-patiently. I like that. Um, I'm not sure we can ever use the P <laughs> word when we're in Edomitsu Mazda MX-5 racing. The witness marks, the skid marks on the road would suggest to me that that spin for Jean Chaudouin uh, may have started earlier on, and... Uh, my dear departed father, who was uh, a detective and a police officer for most of his life, would uh, say that he doesn't believe in coincidences. So the 55 of Jonathan Nidorf with damage to the uh, right front and bodywork pushed onto his BF Goodrich tyre and the race racing wheel. Um, that might have been the cause of Jean Chautouin's incident because he was sideways a very long way back and uh, didn't get ah. anywhere near the apex of turn number five if the BF Goodrich rubber marks uh, that are off to his left-hand side where the safety car is now just coming through are anything to be believed. That would suggest to me that there was a pass or an attempted pass up the inside that spun that 35, 39 car of McCombe Bacalia racing around. If I have slighted you incorrectly, Jonathan, then I apologise in advance. Uh, Grant West came into the pits as well in the number 50 Spark Performance car as the Jean Chaudouin car is already out of the gravel. Now, will the two-litre engine fire up? Does he want to fire it up or does he want to be towed back to the pits? He's already dropped a lap. Well, we said yesterday, Shea, that... The first race, exciting though it was, is normally the more sensible of the two. Well, we've seen no quarter asked or given today. <laughs> Far more incident, well. which again is uh, somewhat usual. Yes, but I would say that today's conditions have uh, precipitated things a little bit differently than normal. Uh, and actually, if I look up towards turn nine now from my vantage point, I not only see headlights, I can see cars. It looks like the fog is getting much, much, much better here at the track. So that's the good news for these last 10 minutes or so when we do get back to green flag racing, which shouldn't be in the too distant future. We might actually have a good knockout, dragout fight that everybody can see, including the competitors. So, guys, you can't get away with anything anymore. Drive cleanly, okay? <laughs> she was in the pit lane earlier today as part of her duties for the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship. And with the schedule changing because of the weather conditions here, uh, there was some thought that the MX-5 race might not happen today. 
and there was a couple of IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship drivers who came up to you to ask what was happening, Shay, because it's their favourite part of the weekend <laughs> other than when they're in the car. Not even that, not even asking what was happening, lamenting the possibility of their entertainment for the morning disappearing. So hello, Jordan Taylor, because I know that you're listening in the Corvette racing trailer right now, tuning in to this Inamitsu Mazda MX-5 Cup Championship race, as he has done for the other five so far this year, because this racing is entertainment personified. And whereas other championships do exist, everyone stops when we have Inamitsu Mazdas on the track, because this is what everyone wants to see. You make a name in this series, everybody knows it going forward. And proof of that is exactly in Mazda Racing. We have 14 of the past 24 winners in some form or fashion racing here in IMSA this weekend. That tells you just how good this racing is and how much people pay attention. It's always good, actually, if the Inamitsu Mazda MX-5 Cup is... Uh, run at a meal time because everybody heads to the hospitality or to team catering and grabs a seat next to one of the screens <laughs> sits themselves down with a fizzy beverage and something to eat entertainment personified and we're about to go green Shea was spot on about 10 minutes will remain let's see if we can get to the flag and then there were 20 it's Aaron Johnson, took the lead just before the last safety car period. He comes to the line now and he's got a great restart over Jared Thomas in much better conditions, improving all the time. It's become around to almost half ten in the morning. That is the typical time when the weather conditions pick up here at WeatherTech Raceway Laguna Sega. Second round of the weekend, Johnson from Jared Thomas, from Celine Roland in third, the best of the... Rookies is Nate Cicero in the dark-coloured front car, but with the red and blue on the back. He's in fourth position. Then Bryce Cornet, Gresham Wagner, back up into sixth after that early problem at turn six. We could barely see turn six just uh, some 35 minutes ago. 65. Has Gresham served that drive-through penalty yet, Juan? I don't he think has, he has. I No, I think you're right. He has not. Also, Jonathan Neudorf back into the race, but he'll have to come through the pit box again. He ran over some of the pit equipment. So that's bad news for Jonathan. He's already the uh, last running car. So he makes 21 now. So Gresham Wagner, as you rightly say, shit, has not taken that drive through for lining up on the wrong side of the grid at one of the restarts. Eight and a half minutes to go. Aaron Johnson, real opportunity for everyone who's chasing Connor Zilic to make up ground as peeling off to the left-hand side. The number five is Gresham Wagner. Spark performance, had three cars in fifth, sixth and seventh. It's a long pit lane here. He's going to drop all the way to the back and he's going to have under eight minutes to fight his way through. Be a real miracle if he can get back into the points. Conor Zilic, as I say, who came into this weekend leading. He won yesterday in some style, actually, starting in fifth position for at the start of the 45 minutes. Was leading this race behind the safety car and a mechanical issue has befallen his machine and the Hickson Motorsports car is behind the wall out on the circuit. 
So massive opportunity for everybody else who is chasing him in the championship not to have to wait till the races that he doesn't compete. They can get closer to him right now. Good battle going on at the bottom end of the top 10. Thomas Anunziata in the number 10 Hickson Motorsports car has his teammate Bruno Smolewski right in behind him. This swapped places on the last lap yesterday, four seconds in the rookie standings. Oh, and there's another mistake at turn number six, Shay. You really have to be so precise there. Doesn't take much, does it, John? I think that might have been Woody Hyman actually running a little bit wide. I could be wrong on that. Woody, I apologize if I was making his 28th consecutive series start. But this is a fascinating scrap for the potential win here. You've got Aaron Johnson looking for his first. Jared Thomas looking for his second of the season, trying to claw back up into the points. Celine Rolon, who right now is looking at his first podium of the season, but very well placed in the points, so doesn't want to jeopardize anything. Cicero well ahead of all the other rookies in his class, but with the sniff of a trophy today, let alone his first win. And then Bryce Cornet, who was the runner-up to the scholarship last year, making a return to the championship after missing the last round at St. Pete, he too could finally make a stamp, get a trophy, and say, guys, I belong in this championship. Please continue to fund me. Story we've heard many times down through the years. The good news is for anybody in the Intimate 2 Master MX5 Championship is do well, you will get paid. It's not just a question of going race to race and saying, look, this is what I can do. It's going race to race and saying, look, I got $6,000 because I won a race or $12,000 because I won two races over the last weekend and I'm in a position to bring home $250,000 if I win the championship. That is a compelling argument that has made this Intermitsu Master MX-5 championship no longer a stepping stone, although it still will be for some, in fairness, but this is now a destination. This becomes, in some way, a pro racing series with Mazda effectively funding the guys at the front end of the field. They win, they score well, they come back the next year and they race again for more cash down into the last five and a half minutes at WeatherTech Raceway Laguna Sake. A top four are still in with a chance. Only three steps on the box at the end of this race. Johnson, Jared Thomas, Celine Roland, Nate Cicero. Those four, then a little gap. Back to Bryce Cornet in the lighter coloured Mazda number 65 for Spark Performance with Alex Petura has fought his way through as well. He comes through just a little bit further back. Peter Atwater, a good run for Peter in the 26 GTR car. Well inside the top 10 at 7. Great run by Peter, recovering after yesterday when he was spinning at one point and did manage to keep going. But yes, this is exactly what we love about this racing. People don't quote unquote move on they stay here because this is where you want to be racing jared thomas winner of the championship last year stayed in this for another year and expanded his racing team we've got gresham wagner winner two years ago he's back we had michael carter winner three years ago he came back this is where people want to race and they want to craft those skills because the skills carry them forward in life. You want to talk about people who have used these skills? How about Patrick Gallagher? How about Robbie Foley? How about Elliot Skier? Yesterday's Pilot Challenge race winner, Christian Simchak, he won here back in 2013, not to mention the championship. Michael Cooper, Matt Pombo, Todd Lamb, just to name a few. These are names that we know. Oh, and how about Kenton Cook? Yeah, that's a very good point. Very good point indeed. We have never had a 
champion twice in this series. No one has repeated. No one's gone consecutively either as well, of course. That is the nature of this. It is so, so competitive. But plenty of champions in the field, as Shea has just mentioned. Three and a half minutes to go as they come to line this time. Big slide by Jared Thomas out to turn number 11. Now he will have lost momentum there. He drops back from the dark blue car of Aaron Johnson and Celine Roland. Like a shark tracking its prey, smells blood in the water right up to the rear bar of that red and yellow car. Down the inside, though, being defensive for Jared Thomas. JTR first and second, Hickson in third, then McCombie McAleer racing. Too much of the right foot there. Brilliant car control, though, Shea, from Jared Thomas. Had an opposite lock on right from the apex out to the edge of the circuit on turn 11. He's pushing. Very appropriate. Very appropriate use of the uh, term shark as well for the Florida man, Celine Roland. And he is patient right now because he knows the championship points matter. Yes, he's chasing the two drivers ahead of him points as well. But Nate Cicero, hungry young kid, eager to prove his worth in this championship after winning the $110,000 scholarship from Mazda to race here this year. He knows that if Celine starts looking forward, he might forget to look back. And it's more important to stay on the podium than it is to try and climb up one position. Two minutes Nate and 20 Cicero. seconds to go. Nate Cicero as the fog rolls in again from over at uh, Rainy Curve at the top of the corkscrew. Cicero target acquired on the Hickson number 87. Top four. Well, this is going to be a tough one because someone's going to be disappointed here. Only three spots on the podium. Four drivers at the moment in contention. Fifth place for Bryce Cornet ahead of Alex Bashura by a couple of seconds. Thomas Annunziata is still being pressured by Bruno Smolewski. The two Hickson Motorsports driving. Oh, Woody Hyman's gone through. Smolewski's dropped down a couple of places. So has Sam Paley as they've gone across the line. So... Annunciata now with a couple of cars in behind him for tail gunner. So that's uh, number 85 car of Bruno Smoleski, the uh, yellow and green car. That's great news for him. Awful news for... Uh, awful news for Smoleski's car. Sorry, great news for Annunciata in the number 10 car as they go up the hill. Now, actually, in fairness, uh, Annunziata did have two cars behind him. Spileski's already got one of them back, I think. That's more fog at the top of the hill, John. More fog coming into the corkscrew. Is th we have this lap and one more. It will be the white flag this time by. Aaron Johnson will be relieved to see that, but also to know that Jared Thomas right behind him might be a little bit more diligent and maybe a little bit kinder than some of the other drivers, but Thomas still wants the win. Roland would be nothing happier than to get a win out of today's race, but he'll settle for a podium, I think. Well, yesterday it was all about managing tyre wear in the extreme sunshine and heat, and the BF Goodrich tyres giving great longevity but those who abused them found out about it in the closing stages here. It's been about picking your way through the low cloud and fog and the incident and accident. And we are on the last lap. The white flag was waved as the lead for the 
go through the line and the battle for the lead is not yet settled. The dark blue, number 24, JTR car, as Aaron Johnson, nominally his teammate behind him, also a JTR motorsports engineering car. But of course, this isn't like other forms of racing. These drivers are fighting for their own championships under the same awning, yes, but no team orders here. Up through turn six, no. uh, through turn five, excuse me, Shea, for the final time. And to be honest, I think Celine Roland is just watching to see what happens up ahead here in this last half lap. <laughs> I think you're exactly right on that. The only team orders from JTR Motorsport Engineering come from Jared Thomas's dad, Dave. Try a little harder is what he tells most of his drivers when they complain about some issue with the car and setup. He thinks it's all down to the driver. Right now, it is Aaron Johnson versus Jared Thomas. Who's going to win it? Is it going to be Jared getting his second win of the season, the first coming at Daytona International Speedway? Or will it be the hometown hero, Aaron Johnson, claiming victory number one of his career? Last chance for a pass. Defensive move from the middle of the track from the leader. Exactly what you'd expect now. The long drag up the line. There is a little bit of an overlap here. This is going to be close, but Johnson will hold on. Does hold on by nothing at all. It was 0.107 of a second. Johnson oh, from awesome. his teammate, Jared Thomas. Hicks and Motorsport in third was another half second back. Celine Roland wanting no parts of that last lap dice. Nate Cicero in fourth, just off the podium, but will be the best of the rookies. Then Corday Bashura, Annunziata second of the rookies in seventh overall. Sam Paley and Woody Hyman and Bruno Smolewski makes up the top ten and is the third rookie. Brilliant stuff. Very respectful racing. Wide line coming out of turn 11 by the red number 96 of Jared Thomas. For a moment, I thought he was going to get onto the quarter panel of Johnson, but he dropped in behind his teammate and follows through. It's a 1-2 for JTR Motorsports Engineering. Hickson in third and McCombie McAleer Racing take the win in the Rookies Championship. Uh, part of the race with two Hickson drivers in second and third. Difficult conditions, called to the grid quickly, had to have their racing heads on very, very quickly indeed. And they have delivered two completely different races for us this weekend at the WeatherTech and John, Raceway Laguna Seca. we have brilliant stuff. I think no we have a new championship leader for the... Turn one incident, huge crash for the uh, number four, Zane Hodgson and JTR Motorsport Engineering. And a new championship leader at the end of the weekend as we leave WeatherTech Raceway, Laguna Seca. Aaron Johnson takes the second victory just ahead of Jared Thomas. For Shea, I'm John Hindorf. Bye-bye. This programme is a Radio Show Limited production. For more, check imsaradio.com and subscribe to IMSA Radio wherever you get your podcasts.